Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The volume. The Game Time app is the world leader in last minute ticket purchases, whether it be basketball, football, UFC, concerts, or comedy shows. It does not matter. The Game Time app has got you. All you got to do download the Game Time app, use the promo code DCTV. We will give you $20 off of your very first purchase. So it don't matter where you are in the world, guys. New York City, Los Angeles, the beautiful Bay Area. Get out and do something fun and use the Game Time app to get it done. Last minute tickets, the Game Time app's got you. Also, use that promo code DCTV and we'll give you $20 off for your first purchase. DP, what's up, baby? It's happening, man. Good to see you again. With me again. Yeah, man. Yeah, you look good. You look good. I mean, everybody in here, like. You can touch it. I mean, can I? Let me touch it. Oh, my God. Wow. You look like you belong on Magic Mike. Because you all dark, too. <laughs> you all dark, too. Oh, man. How you feeling, bro? We, I feel good, man. I feel few great. few days away. Excited. BMF Championship. Justin Gaethje, number two. How are you feeling? And how was the preparation as you got ready for this rematch? I feel great. Preparation was great. My team was great. But um, I approached it like a different fight. Really? Yeah. I didn't approach it like a rematch. Did you watch the first fight? Because everybody keeps going, these guys fought before. I'm like, it was so long ago. But you can't erase that. It actually happened. It happened. Yeah. Did you watch it? We watched it the first week I got into camp just to, because my boxing coach wanted to watch it. And then uh, whenever the countdown show was in, they made me watch it again. But that's the only times. I never went back and watch it at night. I watched his Fazeev fight a lot, you know. Yeah. Why? Why that fight? Why didn't you watch it Because it's again? a different fight. We're both completely different fighters. But we both still have that it's dog fight potential. Yeah. Uh, any round, but I think we're both much more mature, methodical, technical, but we'll see. How much more confidence? Because this is kind of like what I've been saying. I feel like for as much as you guys have elevated your skill set, your confidence, because you had those moments wearing UFC championships, is probably what's the most glaring growth in regards to you two. Like, how much more confident do you feel today as an athlete opposed to back then in 2018? 
I mean, I've proven myself time and time again since that fight. So, of course, I'm confident. I'm, I trust my abilities. But uh, I, he, he does as well, I'm sure. Yeah. DP, Justin Gaethje did a great job in the physique fight with the jab. That is what fought him. That got him back into the fight. But because you're a southpaw, that's a less effective weapon. And because he was trying to throw the kicks, and you, that's when you counted him with the straight left. Yeah. What have you done to try to make sure that you don't have to take that level of damage to the legs before you get him with something? Like, what have you changed in your preparation? I have invested in my, def my defense. You know, me and Tiago Alves, day after day, week after week for the last two months have been checking kicks, countering kicks, working takedowns off of kicks, just, you know, working on ways to, to avoid that. Yeah, it's been a while since you fought, right? Michael no November. Yeah, Michael Chandler kept taking you down. When he kept taking you down, and then you ultimately submitted him, you showed your black belt, right? You showed that you, you, know, you have that black belt. When you were able to start to control it on the ground, like when you think about that fighting a guy like Chandler who has that all-American background, he didn't really want to stand with you. Do you anticipate Gaethje maybe going, I need to wrestle this dude a little bit? Because it's so dangerous when they're trying to strike with you. Uh, I'm not sure. I think Gaethje's a little bit better striker than Chandler. Not as explosive, but... Mm -hmm. Probably just as much, if not more, power, uh, willing to take risks, just like Chandler was. But I mean, Gaethje fought a striker his last fight, and he wasn't diving for his ankles. You know, he, no, he, he, he shot. He shot a few times, bad shots. Might have, might have. <laughs> but he got him down in the fifth round or the third round. You know, some bad shots, DP. There was no. What happened? You don't wrestle enough. I don't know. You don't wrestle enough, so now you don't forgot. How to I wrestle. don't know. I don't know. But there were some bad shots. But he finished one in the third round. Yeah. And uh, we'll see if he does do that. You know, I think my defense will hold up, my, my wrestling will hold up, and if it doesn't, he's got to deal with my jiu-jitsu. You know, the BMF championship, and I kind of asked Justin about this, the BMF championship, I know Masvidal is one of your friends, and Nate Diaz, but these are guys that have double-digit losses over the course of their careers. You and, you and Justin Gaethje are championship-caliber fighters. I don't know if you guys have 10 fights lost combined, but because you're championship-level fighters, do you feel like it's elevated that championship? Like now it's not some Islam. Islam said it was a fight. It was a title for the bums. It's not now, right? Because you guys aren't bums. You're championship level fighters. Do you feel like that belt's elevated now so it means more this Saturday? Uh, I'm not putting a whole lot. Like it's, it's cool and it's a cool part of, of my legacy, you know, winning this belt. Um, that'll be something fun to talk about, but I'm not trying to legitimize it or it is what it is yeah you know just to have your name to, in the hat to be considered for a fight like a bmf fight you know you've put it on and bled and done some crazy stuff throughout the years to to put yourself in that position so i think that's more winning the belt is obviously the, the big prize but i think being in the fight the second ever bmf fight is like a that's a prize in itself because yeah. people respect you know the fans want to see us fight and that's why this fight is what it is and this fight means something now yeah. because whoever wins this will be next for Islam versus Oliveira winner you would imagine right they, UFC hasn't told me but I, I would I mean we're number two and three number one's fighting for the belt we're both coming off of wins our course came back around full circle and we're gonna do it like you said you haven't fought since last November when this before Oliveira got announced were you thinking yeah, in I, your mind that I can turn around. There's no way. No, no, I wasn't. Hurt. I wasn't gonna say yes. I was thinking they would ask. Oh, you thought they would ask? Yeah, yeah. But you were gonna say, well, I got. You guys are gonna get beat up in this fight. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. Every single fight's like that. Right, right, right. 
So it's almost like I, when people were saying stuff like, it's going to be the win, I'm like, there's no way these two get out of this train wreck right. without being injured. I was thinking the same thing what you were thinking, but I thought they might ask. We'll see. You know, yeah. That's what I was thinking like at the beginning of camp when, when it started happening, but it's all good. And, man, Charles, that wasn't, that wasn't the best Charles in that first Islam fight. You know, if, if, if Charles shows up who he was when he fought me, when he fought Gaethje, when he fought yeah. Chandler, when he fought Dariush, if that guy shows up, I mean, he it's can. It's a tougher fight. It's a much tougher He didn't want to be in there that last one. Well, he said that he wasn't there in the last fight. He said he wasn't, like, physically there. What do you, why do you say he didn't feel like he wanted to be in there? Because it looked like he wanted out. Like, he didn't, it just didn't look like the same that same guy. fire. Like that burn in his eye, right? Even when you guys were knocking him down, you could see that he still had the fight yeah. in him. One thing you don't question is your fight. What allows you to kind of take the risk and be in those types of fights and never seem to falter? Because you guys both have little deals, right? Gaethje kind of fixes his gloves when he's, like, ready to fight. And you do shit like, okay, come on. Mm-hmm. You almost acknowledge, like, all right, let's go. I'm pointing at Connor, like, let's do this. But you do this every time. When somebody gets you with a shot or when you land something, you're like, all right, I got you. Right? Like, <laughs> what, what is that in you that, that makes you kind of fight in that way? I think it's just those kind of things are habits uh, from so many reps in the gyms. Like, if I'm sparring... If somebody lands a good shot on me, good shot. Like, just to, to not get uh, overwhelmed with emotion or get back. You know, I don't want to immediately try to get them back and put yeah. myself in harm's way, which is easier said than done. But that kind of keeps me mentally locked in. Like, it keeps me flowing smooth, not, like, blinding myself with anger or something. You know, like, if you hit me with a good shot and I'm like, I got to get you back, I'm, I might get hurt. But if you hit me with a good shot, I acknowledge it, reset. Okay, it's just like reset. You know, that's yeah. what I'm doing when I'm... You know when you say good shot for a lot of stuff? Like, you know, like, good shot. Like, good shot, that's a good Not shot. necessarily a basketball shot. You know people don't understand that. Yeah. You know when I was they at probably, Russell, they don't. They, I used to say that whenever they'd be wrestling. I'd be like, good shot, Jamil, nice hand fight. And they're like, but I didn't shoot. <laughs> People don't understand that. They don't get like that. It's kind of like a Lafayette thing. I it guess. might be. It might be. Because I say it all the time. And I'm like, well, good, good shot. shot man. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just makes sense. You get this championship belt on Saturday in Utah. You've been here since last Friday. Have you really taken much time to really think about the altitude or anything? I slept in a altitude tent last two weeks of training camp in south florida i slept at five thousand feet mm-hmm. then i came out here i'm about a little bit over a thousand feet above salt lake city i'm in the mountains here at the airbnb okay. so I, I did a you know a little bit extra but a little acclimation look if, much. if i'm tired he's exhausted i don't care where he trains if he trains at eight thousand feet it doesn't if i'm tired he's exhausted because you're putting the pressure because i don't get tired you don't get tired no like kevin gates five rounds five rounds you ready for it let's go bro it's been it's been so long already you said your first main event was in 2011. First UFC main event, 2012. 2012. You made your debut back in 11. 34 years old now. Still looking down the line like, man, I got a long time of doing this. Please don't tell me anything about, like, stop. Still this. looking damn good as well. You forgot you that. You look good. Thank you. you uh, good. This is my 47th mixed martial arts fight. It's crazy. And I still feel good. I still know I can compete with the best in the world. It's just how much do I want to do it, you know? Yeah. My family's good. I've said this all week. My family's good. I'm not fighting. I'm fighting for a lot of different things. Of course, I, w- I want the money and, and I want the title and the big fights. What's left on the list is undisputed world champion that hasn't been crossed off. That's still the goal. That's still what I want to do. Yeah. And as long as I feel good and feel able, I mean, we'll see, man. Saturday first. And then, Saturday first. Yeah. All right. Before I let you go, champ, bro, there's a restaurant in Salt Lake City. One of us lives here. There's gumbo with rue in the restaurants. I don't know what time you leave Sunday, but if you're going to be here at least till lunch, 
Let me buy you lunch. I'm gonna go. I'm, gonna I'm leave leaving. A tab. I'm, I'm here. I'm leaving Monday. Okay, so I'm gonna go and leave a tab. I'm gonna say this for Dustin Poirier, and I'm gonna buy you some gumbo. I'm in. I'll bring my own sauce. <laughs> my own hot sauce. I know you got that hot sauce. It. I got it. You carry them over oh, with yeah, you everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got both of them. The hot. I got the- all three of them here. <laughs> <laughs> and some rare stash. I mean, if we doing it, I got twelve but, <laughs> bottles of, the, of rare stash. You want some? I mean, you want to talk about a man that knows how to peddle his products? <laughs> Dustin Poirier is a business man, not just a businessman. This weekend, Dustin Poirier takes on Justin Gaethje for the BMF Championship at UFC 291. Make sure you guys buy that pay per view. It's going to be fantastic. One of the best cards we've had for a long time. And when you put these two in the main event you know it's going to be absolute fireworks. It's happened to everything Dustin's doing. He got the hot sauce. He got the rare stash. Dustin Poirier on Instagram and everywhere else. Uh, Dustin the Diamond Poirier uh, everywhere else on his social media. Make sure you guys check him out. Till next time, guys, like, subscribe. Peace. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.